going on guys? It's Jet Tilly. How we doing today? So, this is our first mini pod. We have a mini pod coming out. It's a good interview with NFL draft expert Blitz Scouting. He's on Instagram, he's on Twitter. You guys can follow him. He he does amazing work. He knows a lot about the game, very intellectual. And so we're doing this cuz Ben's been sick. Ben's been feeling under the weather lately, which sucks. <laughs> past two weeks, we haven't really been able to produce any content just because Ben's been sick. Which just, you know, it sucks. But, um, we thought we'd be able to, to give you guys a little bit something before the NFL draft. We're also coming out with our own mock drafts coming soon. Coming, actually the day of Thursday. Thursday morning, we'll probably release both Ben and I's mock draft. Before the draft, uh, which is super exciting, super excited for that. Uh, we just wanted to essentially just create a, a little bit more content for you guys. We know we've been slacking a little bit just because you know Ben's been sick. We we've been you know we've had a couple ideas here and there, um, but they just haven't really panned out. There's we're, what we're really excited for though is the future, and we've got. Two really amazing guests on tap for you guys in the future. We're working on, you know, trying to get them scheduled, trying to get them tied down. We also have three new segments. So what we're planning on doing is creating a megapod once, you know, Ben is truly healthy and once we can really get our, our feet off the ground here. But we're creating a uh, megapod which recaps basically the entire events of April that we, we missed. We missed the whole month of April. <laughs> Just due to, you know, sickness and, and us not, you know, being able to produce as much content. So because of that, we're going to recap the month of April. It was a wild month, both in sports and in pop culture. You got, you know, Thrones season premiere. You got Avengers Endgame releasing. You got Tiger Woods winning the Masters. You got uh, University of Virginia winning the National Championship finally. Thank the freaking Lord. So... We're going to talk about all that. We're going to combine it into a, a power ranking of the events of April, me, Sherm, Ben. And, um, yeah, that'll be really fun. So we're coming out with a Megapod soon. That'll be our longest pod. We'll have a couple of interviews, hopefully. We'll see. We're, we're trying to get a couple things situated. We, got, we just have a lot of things that works. We're really excited about it. Uh, we're working on new merch for you guys. We got a lot of uh, cool things coming up the pipeline, and this is this is this was pretty cool too. Blitz scouting, Cam. He's a really great guy. Uh, knows a lot about the game. We had a really fun chat. Ben was sick, obviously, so it was just me and him. Uh, we were talking over the phone. The guy knows the guy knows uh, shit about football. He knows his stuff. We're really excited. Uh, this is a cool interview. And we're hoping we could do a little more of these too, where it's it's not as long, but we have you know some of the similar content. So this is also more of a serious interview too, just because you know it, we couldn't really get too deep in the weeds. Um, so it's it's more of a serious interview. We we talk a lot about what the Giants want to do, his sleepers in the draft. Uh, what the Jets should do. Should the Cardinals take Kyler Murray? What's going on in Oakland with the scouts? So it was a really interesting interview. Hope you guys like it. Um, 
in the future, we got the Megapod coming up. I'll let you guys know more details about that. And let us know, you know, what you guys want us to do. Honestly, fan interaction, it's been awesome. Um, you can DM us. You can you can tweet at us. You know, we're, we're loving doing the pod. It's really fun. So, you know, thank you guys for listening. And without further ado, here's the mini pod, first mini pod. Blitz scouting. Bingo, bango, bongo. Here he is. Alright, we now welcome on NFL draft expert, Cam Roberts. Cam, what's up, man? Hey, how are you? I'm alright. Um, so, let's get into it. How do you, how'd you get into scouting, honestly? Because I'm always interested. You're at Blitz Scout. So, how'd you get into scouting and how did it become a passion of yours? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool, honestly, like, to just, the ability to just, you know, create a page for this, obviously, like, five years ago, that wasn't possible, and just chase a, a passion of yours. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool. So, what's what's the process for you guys? Like, how do you get film? Like, are, are you going, are you watching a ton of college games? Like, how many college games are you watching this year? Um, I probably watched, um, uh, probably four games every weekend and then I go back and I rewatch games but uh, there's page or there's YouTube channels like Mark Jarvis, Kaji Zalama, they post they post cut ups of prospects where it uh, it points out the player prior to the play and then you can just watch them, see how they do, replay it stuff. So it it makes it easy. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So how many how many years have you done this for? Um I got into the whole scouting thing I guess, uh, two thousand seventeen. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, so pretty, pretty relative. But honestly, I mean, just looking at your page, you, you look pretty official. Um, I mean, it, it, definitely, definitely go check out his page at Blitz Scout on Instagram. Blitz Scouting. Obviously, like you're, you're probably having fun with this. This is like the best time of the year for you. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I'm honestly like. I think that the NFL draft and the complete process is, is almost at some points better than the actual year, too. Like, the year itself in football. Oh, yeah, yeah. I agree, I agree. I, I, I actually like college football more than the NFL itself. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, let's definitely start off with the number one pick in the draft. Kyler Murray. Are the Cardinals going to take Kyler Murray? What are, you, what are you thinking about that? And should they, should they take Kyler Murray? I think they'll take Kyler Murray if they can trade Josh Rosen. Um, but personally, if I were if I were Steve Kime in the Cardinals, I wouldn't I wouldn't draft Kyler Murray. You just took Josh Rosen last year, uh, and I mean he didn't have a good rookie year. But at the same time, he didn't have any protection. His receivers weren't that great. He had Larry Fitzgerald, and you know. Yeah, honestly, I mean they have probably the worst roster in the NFL right now. 
So yeah. I feel like you can't blame that year on, on Rosen. But what do you think the Cardinals can flip for Rosen? Like a, a two maybe? Um, yeah, there were, there were rumors of a, of a second-round pick. Um, honestly, I, if I were in the NFL team, I would give up a late first. But if the Cardinals aren't asking for that, then why give it up, you know? Yeah, where did you have Rosen compared to the quarterbacks in this year? Like, where are are you having Rosen higher than Kyler Murray on your big board compared to this year uh, and last year? Yeah, you would be my quarterback one. Yes. Yeah, that's that's the thing that I think a lot of people just looked at this year with Josh Rosen. Obviously, like we talked about before, like the Cardinals probably have the worst roster in the NFL, right? So I feel like you can't blame Josh Rosen, especially just because. Like, he had so much talent coming out last year, and a lot of people were so high on him. You can't give him up on him this early. And if you can get, like, a – like, I saw some people were saying that the, the Cardinals would do a third for him. Like, if, if you're an NFL team needing a quarterback, like, if you're Washington, like, why not go flip a third for Josh Rosen and, you know. Exactly. Yeah, so I I think that Josh Rosen, the hype train – it's not there right now. It's got to. It's got to start up. Um, so, who who's your biggest sleeper in this draft right now? Um, well, up until about a week ago, I would have said Darnell Savage, the safety out of Maryland, but he's gained quite a bit of buzz recently. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I like Titus Howard out of Alabama State. He's an offensive tackle. Okay. Um, Max Crosby, Eastern Michigan. He's an edge rusher. Okay. Um, Jimmy Moreland, he's a cornerback at James Madison. Oh, cool. All right, so yeah. those are those are your biggest sleepers in the draft. Obviously, just looking at your big board, you've got Nasir Adderley at five. So I know that a lot of people like Nasir Adderley. He's the safety out of Delaware. What's your obsession with him? Why, why do you like him so much? I just don't think there, there are many holes in his game. Um, I think people say that ball skills are an issue for him, but I don't think that's that's true in the slightest. I mean, it, I, I'm not one to say go watch highlights, but if you don't have time and you want to you see ball skills, go watch sincere Adderley highlights. So who, if if you're an NFL team needing a safety, number one safety off your board is Nasir Adderley? 100%. I like that. I'm a, I'm, I'm a UD guy. You got to love uh, 1AA football. Uh, do you think the competition is an issue or no? I know, obviously, like it's not the top of of um, Division One football, but I I don't have a problem with it. No, I, I don't think that's an issue just because of the position he played. Um, it, like I don't I think that if he were say an offensive tackle or an edge rusher and he were doing extremely well at Delaware, then you could you could bring up that point. But he's a safety. I mean, you. No matter where you play, if your hips are good, your hips are good. Yeah. He's got oily hips, for sure. Little Mike Mayock turn there. So, would you would you consider him your favorite player in the draft? Maybe Like, not your number one player on your big board, but just your favorite player to watch. Um, no, my favorite player is, uh, is probably Darnell Savage. Okay. The, yeah. What, what makes him so good? Texas Longhorn fan. Okay. Well, first game of the year, Maryland played Texas, 
Uh, and he just he just destroyed Sam Ellinger and the Texas Longhorns, Big Twelve offense. But uh, well, I didn't. Okay, I kind of I kind of just slid it under, and then uh, I hear him getting, or I hear uh, someone else I know on Instagram uh, talking about him, and I didn't realize that he was draft eligible. So I go back and watch him, and he's just he just uh, game after game he just did great things. He's not. Uh, I like how hungry he is for contact as well. Like he's not. A lot of defensive backs don't put much effort into run support or tackling. Well, you don't have that issue with him, and he's finding coverage. So he's your guy. That's really well rounded. He's for sure your guy. So we got a lot of guys because we're we're located in the New York, New Jersey area. So we got a lot of Giants fans. What what do you think the dream scenario for the Giants is at six and seventeen? Well, I, in my last mock draft I did, actually, a lot of Giants fans were really happy with me, but obviously the stock has changed, but um, I'll tell you what I had them doing then, but obviously things have changed, like I said. Mm. Um, so I had them I had them trading back with Cincinnati. And taking Ed Oliver. Select, selecting Dwayne Haskins, and uh, I had them selecting Ed Oliver at 11, but obviously now he probably won't be there. And then at 17, I had them taking Montez Sweat. That's another that I mean that's just bolstering the D line right there. Like yeah, that would just be heavy D line. I, I, I obviously think that they're gonna use one of those picks on a D line, but what do you think about the non quarterback there? Like do you think that they wanna take a quarterback or Well in this in this mock draft, this was on March thirtieth. Mm-hmm. I had I actually had them trading pick thirty seven for Josh Rose. Okay. I, I could definitely see that happen. I could still see, you know, Rosen getting getting traded for a second. But I do feel yeah. like I do feel like the buzz for, for Kyler is kinda declining in, in terms of the first pick overall. Like I feel like more and more teams I feel like Oakland thinks that they, they might have a shot at him. Like yeah. well, what do you make of that move? Getting rid of all the scouts and it's just Mayock and Gruden in the building. Uh well, I mean Mike Mayock he's He's a well-respected guy when it comes to the draft, and I'm really not that surprised. I mean, it. I don't know why it was as blown up as it was. A lot of teams uh, don't even show their big board to scout. Yeah. So I, it was a little bit. It was uh, no matter of proportion, just a little bit. But uh, I understand why uh, some people were shocked by that, but I personally wasn't. What do you think about this theory? I, I, I saw this floating around Twitter a little bit, that the Raiders and Gruden and Mayock, they want to make a move for a quarterback. But just in case they don't get one, they don't want to hurt Carr's feelings. So they don't want, they don't want to release the fact that they want a quarterback to their scouts, and their scouts kind of leaked that info. So what do you think about that? Uh, yeah, I could definitely see that, because uh, I saw whatever that whole thing came out about them sending the scouts home. I was reading up on it, and I saw an article that said uh, there have been multiple times in the past whenever team or team scouts have leaked what they were going to do, and then they didn't get their guy. Yeah, that was a big thing for the Giants a couple years ago. I know they wanted uh, Leonard Floyd, and it got leaked the day before the draft, and the Bears went up and traded a one spot ahead of the Giants to get Leonard Floyd. So I feel like stuff like that happens all the time. So I, I don't really hate the move for, for Gruden and uh, – and Mayock. Yeah, and also the less guys you have that you have there, the less butting of heads that is going on. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And and you got the guys that ultimately are making the final decisions. Just they're not really listening to anyone else, which is you know right. that could be good, but I mean that that could also be bad. You know, not getting all the scouts' opinion. I mean, they work so hard, like the scouts, throughout the whole year. But honestly, it, it comes down to the the two decision makers. Like they're the ones that are making the pick ultimately. So I I don't really have a problem with it. So, we also, like we said, we're in, we're in the New York market. So, the Jets, I know, obviously, it's been, it's been reported that they want to move down. Do you think that they will try to move down? And who are some teams that they could potentially trade with? Uh, the Redskins, actually. And I'm, I'm posting my, uh, my final mock either tomorrow or Thursday, and I actually have the Redskins trading up to the third spot. And, uh, to get Haskins? Yep. So you're you're on you're on board with the Haskins train. I, I'm a big fan of Haskins. There's a lot of things he does really well, but there's also a lot of things he doesn't do well. Yeah, I mean, but I like I like safer quarterbacks. And and you would consider Haskins a safer quarterback? Uh, well, I'm not saying safer in relation to someone else. Just his play style is safe. He doesn't he doesn't make the wrong decision a lot of times. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, he was. I feel like the biggest knock on him is the fact that he's a one-year starter. But I feel like that shouldn't be a knock. Like you got guys. Yeah, I, I agree. That was that was an issue with Trubisky too. Like Trubisky's looked fine. Yeah, I I completely one hundred percent agree. So, if the Jets don't move down, though, say they say they try to move down, they can't. I've heard that they they love Josh Allen. Who would you take at three? You would have to take Nick Bosa uh, um, a million percent there. But, I mean, honestly, I feel like the Jets are ultimately going to move down. Because we've heard, we've heard them that they wanted to move down basically throughout the entire draft process. So I, I feel like they're going to try to make it work. So with the running back position, who, who's your guys that are deep in the weeds that you like? Um, James Williams, uh, the running back out of Washington State. He's a really good receiving back, but he's, he's no slots when it comes to running the ball. Um, I like Miles Sanders. He's not he's not really that overlooked right now. He's uh, running back at Penn State. Um, I like Damian Harris, the other Alabama running back. Um, and then uh, Ozebo out of uh, Nebraska. Okay. He's a bigger guy, but he, he's, he's solid. I like that. But I have... I have 13 running backs with the second round grade. Wow. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, like uh, that so you, you think that, obviously, it's, it's probably not that top-heavy compared to, to recent years. Do you have Josh Jacobs as your number one guy? Yeah. Uh, he's followed by Darrell Henderson. Okay. So, with that, the fact that there is 13 guys with a second round grade, do you think that that's going to push back the top-level running backs off the board till the second round? Like, Do you think we'll, we will see a running back taken, or do you think we won't see a running back taken in the first round? Uh, I, think, I, think, I think the Raiders may make a move for Josh Jacobs at 27, depending on what they did with their, their other two picks. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think if there's a team that's going to take a round one running back, it's going to be um, the Raiders. 
Okay. Yeah, just one of those two picks in the in the back end of the first round. I could definitely see them taking a taking a running back there. I feel like it would be Josh Jacobs. Um, so talk about a little bit about TJ Hawkinson. I feel like the the tight end class this year is just absurd. But with both the the Iowa guys, Hawkinson and and Noah Fant, talk a little bit about the the tight end class and TJ Hawkinson and why you love him so much. If you, if you had to give him a, a pro player comparison. George Kittle. Yeah, I, I saw a lot of Kittle. I saw a little bit of a Kelsey comp. Um, that, I mean, that's obviously that's such high praise, but, I mean, the guy seems worth it. He's looks like he's fifth on your big board or sixth on your big board? He's fourth. Fourth on your big board. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's big. I mean, where would you take him if you had a top ten pick? Do you think he's worth a top ten pick? Yeah. If I'm Green Bay and he's there at twelve, I don't hesitate at all. Okay. I, I I definitely respect. I feel like I've seen a lot of mocks go Metcalf with the Packers. I wanted to get your take on Metcalf. I know some people are kind of hot and cold with him just because, like, I feel like I some think people care too much about the three cone drill. Okay. There have been plenty of receivers in the past that have had similar three cone drill times. That have been just fine, like Golden Tate, for instance. Mm-hmm. He's been he's been fine in the league, and he I think his three cone drill was uh was like seven three eight. Yeah, it was. His pro day was like seven two nine. So uh-huh. an issue. Uh, and with his with his um with his arsenal of what he, like with what he did at Ole Miss. I don't see it as an issue at all. He ran a lot of uh, a lot of vertical routes and he ran them well, so he won't. I don't think he'll be asked to do a lot of shortcuts and stuff. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like he's gonna be a lot of a lot of hitching goes, a lot of flies, a lot of nines. All right, last. People care way too much about the college production. Like for instance, Michael Thomas was outproduced by both Corey Coleman and. Um, Doxon? Uh, yes, yes, and obviously Michael Thomas is a, is a superior receiver to those two. Yeah, I, I feel like college production in, at most positions is, is way overrated. You got a guy like, I mean, I'm a Viking fan, so I'm a little biased here, but you got a guy like Daniil Hunter, you know, didn't have a ton of sacks in college, and he's tearing up the league right now. He just got paid right. a boatload of money. So I, I feel like college production at, at a lot of positions is, is highly overrated. It's just, it's more about the traits, especially with these NFL coaches. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. All right, last question here. Um, who's got the biggest bubble butt in the draft? The biggest who? The biggest bubble butt. What does that mean? It's, uh, it's a Mike Mayock term. It's uh, just someone that, that got a really big peach, you know? Like maybe a Garrett Bradbury. Someone that's got a lot of legs and ass. Uh, yeah, I, I like I like Garrett Bradbury for that for that role, I guess. Obviously, 
Garrett Bradbury, it looks like, is he uh, your top interior offensive lineman here? Yeah, Garrett Bradbury is followed by Dalton Dalton Reisner. He's he's a stud too. I if I'm a I'm a Viking fan, so I want the Vikings to trade up in the you know back end of the first because I, I don't think he's going to be there with our second round pick just because I feel like the buzz is there with Dalton. But mm-hmm. I feel like for this offensive line class, it's kind of interesting because you got a lot of guys that can move inside. You, you're talking about you know a guy like a Jonah Williams or a Cody Ford that can move inside. There's been a lot of reports that. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of Mm-hmm. And Garrett Bradbury, he can play center, he can play guard too. So a lot, a lot of versatility with this offensive line group. Yeah, I agree. And Dalton Reisner, uh, he he's not only a really good football player; he's he's a really good dude as well. I think that he'll bring a lot to an organization, not just as a player, but as a locker room guy. All right, so I want the Vikings to get him even more now. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, Cam. This has been a lot of fun. Thank you so much for coming on, man. No problem. Anytime. All right. Everyone go follow Blitz Scouting on Instagram. He's got at least, what do you have, uh, 2.4 thousand followers right now. We're getting that at 2.5. Best time of the year right now. Thanks a lot for coming on, man.